Most people look at organizing as a task to complete or a way to be more productive. And to me, it's really a way to help people open up and heal things that have been hiding and restricting them and blocking them. If you are able to see what's really causing your clutter, that's not only going to help you eliminate the clutter, but it's also going to help you accelerate and expand in every single area of your life. But within that basic practical clutter is what I call activated clutter. And that's the clutter that is painful. It can be objects that are related to a recent transition or a loved one who's passed, or maybe something that's unresolved inside of you. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to see why is having those objects in your home beneficial to you in some way? Clutter's bad, it's, you know, it spikes our cortisol, it makes us less effective, but I believe in you and I believe that you have great wisdom naturally within you that doesn't need to be taught or adjusted. So if you have recurring clutter, it's telling me that there's something beneficial it's doing. And until we can determine how to meet that need without the clutter, the clutter is going to keep showing up over and over again. Welcome to Luxury Unplugged Podcast. So if you're passionate about entrepreneurship, creativity, and maintaining a sane mind, you found your tribe. I'm Neeti Keswani, author of best-selling book, Live Your Dreams, and your host for Luxury Unplugged. Now, every week on Tuesdays, we've started hosting amazing guests who have incredible stories of success, a life full of luxuries, and the spiritual thought process that fuels that accelerated growth. So join us on Luxury Unplugged podcast as we embark on an unfiltered journey into the extraordinary lives of these individuals. Let's see how they've achieved all this and more so while maintaining a spiritually stable mindset, meaning staying peaceful, happy, calm, centered and grounded. So let's get ready to dive deep into the minds of these CEOs and creative entrepreneurs who are shaping the world of luxury and spirituality. Let's get started. And today we have Star Hansen. She is a clutter whisperer and certified professional organizer. She has been featured on Oprah Winfrey Network, on TLC, SGTV, Style, the list is endless pretty much, and national public radio as well. She helps successful people who feel like a hot mess to figure out why there is still clutter in their life when everything is going good. And she is also coaching on how to live a life full of freedom, joy, and peace. She has a best-selling book, Why the Dash Am I Still Not Organized? And the book seems to have inspired countless individuals who are tackling their clutter head-on. So welcome, Star. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here with you. Thank you so much to be here. So, Star, I before we dive deep into what you do and how you do, just wanted to understand about your background and your story of being clutter-free uh, and a mindset coach. Absolutely. So I started my business when I was quite young. I've been doing this for over 20 years now. And when I first began my business, it was I knew inside of my heart that I was a healer and I just knew that that needed to express itself in some way. And so I, 
you know, was, was exploring and trying to find what was right for me. And I had never really thought of organization as a path before, because at the time it wasn't the giant industry that it is today. Mm -hmm. What I knew was that I was naturally good at it. I could help friends with it. It was very effortless and it just became the most, it was like an answer to a prayer. I asked, you know, I said, I'm a healer. How do I express that? And people showed up and needed help. And suddenly within, you know, months, it was the primary thing I was doing. And it's been 20 years and I've never looked back. Wow. So when you say that you're a healer, uh, I mean, is there something specific that you do in terms of healing or is it related to the mindset healing that you do? It's related to the organizing. So I look at clutter as actually a healing journey. Most people look at organizing as a task to complete or a way to be more productive. And to me, it's really a way to help people open up and heal things that have been hiding and restricting them and blocking them. If you are able to see what's really causing your clutter, that's not only going to help you eliminate the clutter, but it's also going to help you accelerate and expand in every single area of your life. Wow. And, and just out of curiosity, how do you see clutter as something as a healing process? Because like most people, even I'm like that, that is, it is a task that needs to be performed possibly every weekend, every other day, <laughs> myself organized. But uh, if you think of it as a healing process, that's a total different ball game, right? Absolutely. So well, it's a mix. There's there's a layer of clutter, like how you're describing, that managing our physical spaces is like hygiene. You don't brush your teeth once and then say you never have to brush your teeth again. You know you have to do this every day. It's the same with our physical objects. Mm -hmm. Even if your house is perfectly organized, you're going to get dressed. You're going to need to launder those clothes and then put them back in your closet and then choose again. So there's no world where our homes are static. And what I look for when I explore clutter and physical objects and physical spaces as a healing element is what's working really well. Like, where are you lit up? Even if you have the most cluttered house, there is somewhere in your home that you protect with all of your energy, you know, something that you're like, this is my special place, or these are my special objects. And, you know, there's what we're looking for is where is it going well? And also where is it not going well? What is challenging for you? What I find is most people have clutter that builds up in very specific locations. There's nothing random about our clutter. You know, if you think about where clutter is building up, it's like always on that kitchen counter or next to your bed. And we want to start using that as the gateway into how this clutter might be helping you. And if we can start to reframe clutter as not being something that's bad, but instead something that's trying to help us, that opens the world completely when it comes to using clutter as a healing tool. So, um, I mean, the immediate question that might come to my mind on this would be, what are the sort of challenges uh, people are really facing in terms of that you can relate to clutter, for example, something physical, you know, because usually mindset challenges are there. But how do you physically correlate them with the clutter is what I'd like to understand. Absolutely. Great question. So a lot of times, you know, we think about mindset first, right? Oh, I have to think about this well first. And what I do is I do the opposite. I look at your physical spaces and I see, okay, where's the clutter building up? And I don't mean a one-off clutter. I mean the clutter that comes back no matter how many times you solve it. So we go to that space. And generally speaking, that clutter is doing something to help. So I have a client, for example, who is a very successful, you know, 
man in business and we organized his office probably a dozen times and the clutter would always come back right after I left. And what we discovered when we dove into how the clutter was helping him, the clutter was actually helping to protect him. He and his family had had a break in and they had lost a lot of valuables and the clutter made him feel safe as though if someone broke into his house, they couldn't find his possessions. And so until we discovered a, a way to store his valuables that made him feel safe and protected, he wasn't able to release the clutter. And once we determined that, then he was able to really release the clutter. Wow. That's very interesting. So, so do you uh, start off with some sort of an intention based upon your client? Uh, like what are they really looking at um, in terms of when they are approaching you or you just get into it and you understand on your own that, okay, this is what you're causing the problem. It's both. So I generally have really good insight. This is why I, you know, I'm called the clutter whisperer, but that doesn't do you any good if I'm in your home, you know, because I'm not going to move in and live there. So my intention is to help you start to see and understand how your clutter is helping you. And so what I do first is we have to set up your blueprint for what we're creating, because if you don't know what you want and where you're going, it's really hard to know if you're off base. So I always start off with the most basic of three questions in every single room of your home, you want to ask yourself, what do I want to do in here? Like the physical day-to-day -day activities. How do I want this space to feel? And how do I want this space to look? And that becomes your blueprint, your lighting, you know, your, your lighthouse as to what you're creating in each room. And then what you'll notice is as you're starting to organize a space, I'm most interested in where are you getting stuck? Where are you feeling deep attachment and a resistance to letting things go? And that's where the magic and the healing really starts to be held because there's lots of objects that, you know, I call these, um, you know, practical clutter. These items are practical clutter stuff that just builds up. You haven't had time to get to it. There's such thing as basic clutter, right? <laughs> where it's like, this is just stuff I need time or energy or bins to handle. But within that basic practical clutter is what I call activated clutter. And that's the clutter that is painful. It can be objects that are related to a recent transition or a loved one who's passed, or maybe something that's unresolved inside of you. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to see why is having those objects in your home beneficial to you in some way? And I know that at first that can seem very strange to think about because we've been taught clutter's bad. It's, you know, it spikes our cortisol. It makes us less effective, but I believe in you. And I believe that you have great wisdom naturally within you that doesn't need to be taught or adjusted. So if you have recurring clutter, it's telling me that there's something beneficial it's doing. And until we can determine how to meet that need without the clutter, the clutter is going to keep showing up over and over again. And like I always say, if you understand the root cause of your clutter, any organizing system will work. And if you don't understand the root cause of your clutter, none of them will. And so once you understand the root cause of the clutter, then you start off with the mindset coaching uh, with different techniques is what I'm understanding. 
I, it's mindset coaching the whole time. I mean, even just me saying to someone, how is clutter helping you? Most people that stretches their brain. It's like, what are you talking? <laughs> what are you talking about? So the whole work that I do with people's mindset coaching, the benefit of clutter getting managed is a secondary effect to them starting to reimagine and reframe how they look at their clutter. Uh, if I can tell your listeners to have one takeaway, it's to shift how they look at their clutter and to stop seeing it with judgment and instead see it with curiosity, get really interested in where it is. Why is it there? How long has it been there for? Instead of rushing to do what a lot of us do, which is beat ourselves up. I can't believe it's still here. No one else has this much clutter. What's wrong with me? Those questions don't help. But if you start to get curious, really insightful and see it almost like a messenger from your higher self. How is your clutter trying to talk to you? How are you talking to yourself through your clutter? And that can be a really magical way to start, you know, opening up our hearts to transformation because the physical clutter is just an invitation to transform. And I think that I completely resonate with you because um, I have seen that whenever I have transitioned from one phase to another, I almost sort of organize well in that particular, you know, specifically in my mindset. And then it shows up in my space also. It shows up. Yes. In some way it would show, you know. Yes. So I, I do, but I never, uh, you know, put it together. Now I realize that, yes, I mean, of course, spaces do have an impact on you. And we do have things like Feng Shui and Vastu for that in India. Vastu is for Indian um, uh, tribe who want to understand about how to organize your spaces. So are you uh, also into that? Are you a feng shui consultant or a uh, interiors? I'm not a feng shui consultant, but I feel like I have this joke that, you know, I talk about in my book, why the F am I still not organized? I talk about how I had this moment where I felt like I invented, reinvented feng shui where I was like, oh, did I just not reinvent, but did I just rediscover feng shui? Because what I know is that every single area of your home relates to an area of your life. And so if we can start to explore what that looks like, for example, the kitchen tends to be the heart of the home. It's a center of nourishment. It's also a center for connection. And if you have clutter that recurs in the kitchen, it could be, yes, health or well-being, your physical relationship, but it could also be your connection with others or grief about a lack of connection with others. And what we want to do is start exploring what are the rooms? Because again, there's no such thing as random clutter. This clutter shows up over and over again, keeps kind of asking for your attention and asking for your support. And if we can start to see the patterns, that's what opens up the healing options. Right, right. And is that what you call as a spiritual organizing? It's all spiritual organizing. <laughs> I feel like um, I use organizing to do my healing work. You know, and I always say if, if everyone in the world got organized, I would just apply what it is that I do to something else. And for me, what I'm really trying to do is help people come home to themselves. I'm trying to help people really start to 
see that they already have the solutions inside of them. I'm helping them see that they deserve to take up space in this world, that they deserve to have a home that supports them and that your home, just like our physical body is the home of our soul, your home, your physical home is also like a home of your soul, a home of your body. And so it deserves the same love and attention and care that we, we aim to give to our bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So in, in Vastu, we do have that kind of an um, understanding that, you know, your home is designed in such a way that um, the Vastu Purush, which is the man, the man or is like the, you know, the structure of the house is like that. So where your head is, that that is where the north of the house should be. And similarly, you know, the entire house is organized in a very scientific way. And I guess something like that is there in Feng Shui, but what you're doing is healing, of course, in similar ways, but you have your own practices, I guess. Um, yes. Well, and you know, it's, I, I look at like feng shui and the practices that you're describing as they are very scientific. They've been around for millennia and they really, ha- I mean, they've been proven. And if you, but what's interesting about those practices is that they let the home dictate the energy, right? So it's like, you know, that you have helpful friends and family area in feng shui, or, you know, the house basically says, here's what you need to establish and where. And what I look for is how you are interacting with the space, because the home may be requesting something of you, but you are actually living in it in a way that kind of shows where your values are, shows where you're challenged and struggling, shows where you're hopeful, optimistic and succeeding. And so I do, it's like a flip switch of those modalities, which is to look at how at, at you first, right? A human centered version, a soul centered version instead of the house. And I do believe homes have a soul and I do believe objects do as well, but I'm most interested in exploring your point of view around the engagement with the home. Right, right. So when you say that you are interested in understanding like how people are interacting with their homes, you have, do you go into um, understanding uh, and making them understand about their clarity goals that they should be having to be clutter free? And like when you take up some kind of a project or somebody's home or somebody's mindset challenge, how do you ensure these goals are, you know, really personalized and they get to where they really should be ideally. Yeah. So to me, uh, a clutter-free or organized home is secondary. The clutter-free or organized home will act in service to your higher goals. So the first goals that I talk about are not anything to do with the home. I will listen to your pain points. I will hold space for you while you share what's been, what you desire in your home. But to me, the home is a vehicle for something much bigger. So I'm going to ask you what you're wanting to create in your life, where it is that you want to go, what it is that you know, hasn't been feeling good about the life that you've been living because I'm less interested in you having an organized home. And I know I'm an organizing coach, so it seems a little counterintuitive, but if, if we are focused on a clutter-free home, like clutter, like target is clutter-free, right? A warehouse is clutter-free and no one wants to live there. So you can live in a clutter-free space that feels very sterile. And what I want to know is what are you filling your life with? Who do you want to be surrounded by? What activities do you want to do? Because most people view clutter as an impediment to the life that they want to live. And my goal is to help you live the life that 
of your dreams right now without waiting for the clutter-free home, because some of you may never have a clutter-free home and that's okay. I, I look at some of my clients who grew up in extreme poverty, for example, and they really, really struggled. And they maybe had one pair of jeans growing up. And then as a successful entrepreneur later in life, they were able to buy more clothes and suddenly they're drowning in 200 plus pairs of jeans because they're overcompensating for not having their needs met as a young child. And it's not my job to say 200 pairs of jeans is bad. If that makes you feel safe, that's totally fine. You know, that's, it's totally reasonable to feel like you need that security blanket. My desire is to infuse your life, your space, yourself with so much joy and living that the clutter doesn't even make sense anymore. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to hand off the clutter and trade it for what you're really looking for. So the first place I always start with is what you want from your life, where you're really going in this world so that we can build a home around that. And you have a big why. Right, right. So um, can you talk about, this is all very interesting stuff. And um, if you were to get some clients or possibly you must have already had some clients who've had success stories, uh, but I would like to link them to our uh, main theme, which is, uh, you know, where luxury meets spirituality. So how could somebody have a sane mind and a good environment be set to success just because, you know, they approached you some sort of success stories in, in those lines? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when we start off as entrepreneurs, we have this vision and we get very into our logical brain. Um, I must get this degree. I have to take this course. I have to build this thing. And we're very in our left brain logic. And where the magic comes is from really embracing the truth of who you are. And I don't mean your physical body. I mean, the whole of you, you know, so it's really looking at like, why did you come to this planet? What are you here to do? And so when I've worked with people, you know, it's, it's very interesting. You never know what you're going to get. I had one client who wanted to work with me because her house was cluttered and almost every room was cluttered. And I knew within the first meeting that she was really also thinking of leaving her partner. You could tell that she was unhappy and that she was feeling very frustrated in that situation. And I could tell, and she didn't tell me this. It took her probably two years to tell me that she was feeling that and that I hadn't realized that day one. Um, but she just, you could tell she wanted a change. And what ended up happening is through the journey of organizing and decluttering, through the journey of really reimagining and reengaging with her spaces and stuff in a new way, she started to understand where she was contributing to that situation, what she needed to know and learn about herself in order to show up in every area of her life, not just her partnership or not just in her home, but she changed how she spoke to people, the way, she, how confident she felt because through organizing, she saw her, the wonderful, magical, brilliant parts of her that she wasn't seeing before because she was too focused on the negative. So she saw the benefits that she already had. And then she also really started to explore where she was feeling challenged and she needed more support. So she learned some new communication skills and she bought some new clothes and she stood in her power better. She started to engage in her life and her home and her body in a totally different way. And at the end of our time together, her life looked totally different. And she ended up staying in the marriage, but she ended up doing 
beautiful things in her career. And I still get text messages from her regularly telling me you've changed my life. I, I love my life now. I'm so grateful. And to me, that's, that's the after, you know, we talk about before and afters and that's the after I want is I don't want you to show me your perfectly organized living room that never gets touched. I want you to, you know, send me a picture from you in Greece on vacation, having an amazing time with your spouse or your girlfriends or on a work retreat. That's what I want is that kind of powerful transition. Right. Right. So, uh, okay. That, that sounds very good because, um, now that I'm putting two and two together, not cannot leave my logical brain behind. It's like <laughs> never. <laughs> it's like you being the intuitive person, getting into a situation, understanding it better, and then uh, also working on the person's uh, mindset. You know, for for becoming a better version of yourself, possibly the best version of yourself, and that brings out the the luxury and the success and the happiness. Right. Yeah. And, and really honoring the truth of who you are. I think a lot of times we do what we think we should, and the shoulds of our world are very dangerous because they're someone else's measuring stick. And when I can help people step away from the shoulds of their life and step into their authentic nature, that's where the luxury comes. That's where the magic comes. That's where the transformations lie because you're being your most authentic self. And from there, we can manifest the things that are most aligned with you. Right. So do you, do you have, or do you recommend any sort of uh, organizing uh, tools? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So for sure. So if you're, so I, I always say you have to know how to organize in order to do this deeper work for you to understand how your clutter is helping you and mm -hmm. how you can use your clutter to heal. You have to know how to organize. And most people were never taught how to organize. So I, if your listeners want to download, I have a I have my 10 steps for how to get organized. And these are the 10, the only 10 steps you're ever going to need. But I always just say, just look at them, download this, look at them. That's everything you need to know. It's at organizingiseasy.com. And yeah, there's just, you need to know how to organize because if you don't, you will constantly use that as a crutch to avoid organizing because you'll say, oh, but I don't know how to do it. And I always get stuck. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, no one's ever taught me. Well, I just taught you just go to organizing You can download them. And it's, you know, it's it, when it comes to the practice of organizing, it is very obvious and practical. You'll look at this list and go, of course, of course, but most of us skip one or two steps. Most of us run past one, or we never realized that that was part of it. It's like, oh, I had no idea. So understanding is the first step. And then that really opens you to be able to receive the, the deeper healing in your clutter. Sure, sure. So we can definitely leave those links in the description once we're going to upload this on YouTube and the other podcast uh, platforms. Um, any um, other specific wisdom nugget that you could leave for our viewers? They are mainly entrepreneurs and artists. Absolutely. So, so it's, yeah, I think it's what I said earlier. It's explore your clutter with curiosity and not judgment. It's for those artistic friends, they tend to be in their creative minds. And then they look at how the rest of the world is projecting that they are organized. And there's a sense of like, I'm not doing it right. And our entrepreneur friends as well, I can't show anyone my clutter because it would lower my street cred, right? It would be like, oh, people aren't going to like believe that I know what I'm doing if I have this clutter. And the truth is that your clutter is part of what makes you brilliant. 
Einstein had clutter. When he died, his desk was a mess. And I love his quote that he says, you know, um, the, if an empty or if a cluttered mind, or if, if clutter is a sign of a cluttered mind of what then is an empty desk, a sign, and we don't want to live a life that's empty. We want to live a life that's full and joyful and bursting with you really. And so really start to explore your clutter with curiosity and not judgment. And that will be the first step. And then for just practical tools, I was going to tell you as well, um, if your listeners want a free download of my book, and that will go into the 10 steps of organizing, it'll also go into the deeper meaning of their clutter. They'll have a lot more insight. They can download that for free at starhansoncom forward slash podcast. And there they can get a free copy of the book and start in just dive in and start to see why won't my clutter go away and why is it helping me and how can I transform it? Great. That would be awesome if they can get a free download. Most of people would go there and download that. So that would be good. Very nice. Thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, those are the questions that we, that we have for you today. And um, I think our viewers are absolutely intrigued by the idea of clutter and looking at it in a spiritual way organizing our clutter in a spiritual way and uh, looking at spaces as part of ourselves only, not as something where we are just living, but, you know, um, an extension of our body, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And uh, thank you. I, I hope our viewers and listeners have really gained valuable insights from watching this episode. And um, this is a message now for my viewers. So if you found this conversation inspiring and helpful, consider liking this video, subscribing to our channel, and also go on to Star's website and download the book. And keep hitting the uh, channel Luxury Unplugged for more inspirational videos. We look forward to continuing this journey of self-mastery and self-discovery with a laser-sharp, clutter-free mindset with all of you. Thank you.